Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Now, if you're thinking about switching over your primary sanitizer next season to something else, I'm going to go over some tips and some kind of predictions of what I think is going to happen next season. So I think there are some things from this season we can take in the next season. And if you've been searching around for chlorine, even now at this time, there may be a shortage of chlorine. I'm going to talk to you about some things you can do for the upcoming season. And you can't ever plan too early, I think, in this situation or this era or this unprecedented time in the industry. Pool Service Pro. Open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And just in case you've been living in a cave somewhere, you know, the chlorine shortage, there's many things that caused it. But the main thing was the trichlor factory in Louisiana that burned down during the hurricane a couple of years ago. And definitely this has caused a shortage of trichlor. This particular factory was producing 2 million pounds of it every year. There aren't too many trichlor factories anywhere else in the country. I believe this was the biggest one. There may be some small ones, you know, scattered about. So if you have been out there looking for trichlor tablets this season, you probably noticed, number one, the price doubled, basically, and there was a shortage of trichlor tablets and a rationing of them. So is next season going to look any better? Anyone's guess, really. But for my contacts in the industry, it may look somewhat better, but then again, maybe not much better because the Biolab factory is not scheduled to be back online until May. I haven't heard anything about the recent hurricane that hit Louisiana and if that put it back any time on the schedule. But I would imagine since they had no power in most of the area that the reconstruction has been set back. So maybe that May date is further. And that's just for getting back online. And so you've, if, you kind of can, if you're tracking here, if the factory is being rebuilt and would back on, be back online in May, how long before they actually have the trichlor from this factory in the stores? And with people stocking up in the wintertime, which is going to happen, I think. I mean, in my neighborhood, there's a, a person here when they open the garage up. I always laugh because one whole side of the garage is toilet paper, paper towels, all those kind of things. I'm not kidding you. It's stacked up to the ceiling. Um, I just order toilet paper whenever I need it now because I'm not too worried about it. But I think what's going to happen is that this, you know, not enough mentality has kind of hit our industry now. And... I never buy tablets in the wintertime. However, I think for my customers that buy the tablets through me, I'm going to start looking for some before January so that I can get some tablets together for the customers so I'm not scrambling for them. And I think a lot of pool pros are going to be doing the same thing. And so you multiply that by how many pool companies are out there that want to stock up on a, on these chemicals that don't go bad, basically like CalHypo, Dichlor, and the trichlor tablets. I mean, you can't even, couldn't even find granular trichlor this season near the end. 
if you're looking for a bucket of, you know, a 10-pound bucket of Algeband for black algae, you couldn't find it in my area. So I definitely think there's going to be that mentality that we need to get it now. And I mean, not everyone's going to stock up, of course, but, you know, even if, let's say, 20% of the companies buy tablets in the off-season when they normally don't, how's that going to affect the 2022 season? I think it's going to just continue the shortage going forward. And so switching to alternative chlorine types, you know, is kind of one of those things where you may consider now selling a saltwater generator to your customers is something that should be on the list of things you can do. However, that's a pretty big price tag for your customer. And then the saltwater generators have their own problems with the white flake blowback in the pool with, you know, different things like having to clean the cell and replacing the cell for the customer four years down the road. And with the current equipment shortage right now, and I'm going to address that in a separate podcast coming up, you really can't find salt systems in quantity anyway right now. I think a lot of manufacturers are out of stock on the cells and on the salt systems themselves, and you may have limited quantities going into next season. And again, the biggest hurdle is telling the customer that, hey, you know, I'm going to switch you over to a saltwater pool. It's going to be 1500 bucks. That's kind of one of those things where, I mean, you're not going to say it like that, but the whole idea of upselling them that is pretty tough sometimes, depending on the customer. Sometimes it's very easy. I shouldn't, you know, categorize everyone as a tough sale. But there is going to be a problem, I think, with a lot of customers that are using tablets. So if, you know, they would rather pay maybe an extra 50 or $60 for a bucket of tablets and 1500 for a saltwater system. So what can you do next season? I think what you're going to have to do is do a combination of what I suggested you do in 2021, which is a combination of an enhancer and then switching to an alternate form of chlorine as your main sanitizer. Now, when I say enhancer, I'm talking about bringing the borate level of the pool up to 50 parts per million, which can be done. I have a video on adding the boric acid powder to a pool to get it to 50 parts per million. This will do a number of things, and the main thing it'll do, since it's a natural algistat, it'll eliminate algae in the pool, which will make the chlorine more effective, which means you can use less chlorine in the pool. And right there, I think that's one of the main benefits of that. The Pool RX, I haven't talked to Fred over there lately, but I'm sure they sold tons of Pool RXs this season because I had a lot of activity and comments about that and emails about Pool RX. And I definitely think that's a great enhancer. Um, Zodiac, Zodiac, Fluidra, I still call them Zodiac, makes a Nature 2 system. Actually, they bought Nature 2, so it's part of the Fluidra family. That's a pretty good mineral system that you kind of install at the equipment. It's very similar to Pool RX. The minerals are slower releasing. And then, of course, you have the frog system. You may see these on people's accounts. And all these are basically the same. The minerals will make the chlorine more effective by eliminating the microalgae. And therefore, the chlorine will last longer in the pool. And many pros, like using the phosphate and enzyme combination, actually the phosphate removers, I don't think you want to put phosphates in, but the phosphate remover and the enzyme treatment, the phosphate remover will kind of... Prov- eliminate the food for the algae, and then the enzymes will break up things in the pool that will allow the chlorine to be more effective. You know, the chlorine's being used up on inorganic material. With the enzymes in there, it'll make the chlorine more effective. And so that's kind of a one-two punch. You have the phosphate remover and you have the enzyme treatment. So you don't need to use, you know, multiple combinations of these enhancers. If you have your borate level at 50 parts per million, then you're pretty much done. You don't need to add anything else. 
You can definitely do the Polarex with the phosphorated enzyme. There won't have any negative effect on it. But you really don't need a combination of these enhancers. So pick one, maybe pick two for your pool route next season and kind of stick with that and realize that this is going to really help move the needle. I mean, if you think about it with the borates, I'll just use the borates as an example. If you're going to use about 40% less chlorine in the pool during the season, if you're using four tabs on that pool, you would just be using one and a half or two tabs in that pool. If you were adding, you know, a gallon of liquid chlorine in that pool every week, you would only add half a gallon. And so you can see how these can stretch the chlorine in the pool and make it last longer and kind of lower the chlorine usage overall. I think if you're thinking about switching from the tablets to a CalHypo tablet, these things are pretty expensive. And by weight, I think you would have to use um, two CalHypo tablets per one tri one trichlor tablet in my testing. You know, I used this on my pool route last season, the Segura um, Pool Life tablets, and I found that, yes, they're highly effective. That Don't get me wrong, the CalHypo tablets work really well in the pool. You just have to put more in than you would put trichlor in to get the same effect of them. And the good thing about the CalHypo tablets, they don't have any stabilizer or cyanuric acid. So you're not adding cyanuric acid to the water, which is a great thing. It's just that these tablets are pretty expensive and you have to use more of them than you would use for trichlor. And so you kind of do the math on that and you're not saving any money at all by switching to CalHypo. It may be more expensive. You are, however, making the water quality much better because you're not adding a lot of cyanuric acid. But if your intention is to save money on your chemical costs, going from trichlor to CalHypo and for your customers, if you're passing the cost onto them, you're not really saving them any money that way. I think the best combination would be if you are using trichlor tablets to use a limited amount of those, you know, reduce it by half of your trichlor usage or maybe more than half if you can. And then you would supplement those pools with, you know, a gallon of liquid chlorine or a one pound bag of CalHypo or a scoop of CalHypo, however you want to put it in there. And that way with the enhancer in there, you would have the chlorine lasting longer. You would use less trichlor and then you would just add chlorine when needed. And I think this is really effective. This is how I kind of do it on my route on the trichlor pools. I'll use less trichlor. I'll use more liquid and calhypo. And then I'll have an enhancer in there to stretch it out. Because you really can't get through a week on liquid chlorine in most cases with most pools. Sometimes you can. There's a chemical-only company in my area that they'll actually dump in two gallons of liquid chlorine. I wonder how they did this year trying to find liquid chlorine. But they would dump in two gallons of liquid chlorine the day of their service, and that would get them through the whole week, which, you know, if you look at it technically, depending on the pool size, of course, but here in California, not too many pools are over 15,000 gallons, maybe a few 20,000-gallon pools. But putting two gallons of liquid chlorine in would bring that chlorine level up to an astronomical level. And then if you lose one part per million per day, you know, you may make it through the whole week that way, but it's just probably not the best use of the product because you probably waste a lot of product the first three or four hours when the UV hits it and it's not being protected by the cyanuric acid level. You know, there's a lot of different chemistry that goes into that. But basically, a lot of the product is not going to stay in the pool very long the first day. But he finds that effective and he's, he's doing that method. I think the most effective method for you if you are using trichlor in pools is to continue using the tablets on a limited basis and then having the enhancer again, like I mentioned, and then using liquid chlorine and CalHypo when needed. Switching over to the CalHypo tablets sounds good, but in reality, it's pretty expensive. 
And I think if you're going to use the limited trichlor tablets, you're not going to be adding a lot of cyanuric acid to the pool because you're using less tablets. And therefore, it's going to increase the water quality right there at that point. And it's going to make it a lot easier to maintain the pools. And I think a lot of people tried this method this year, and it was very successful for them. And maybe we are overusing the tablets anyway to begin with. I haven't been using a lot of tablets and pools for the last few years because I've been using the enhancers. And I'm already using this method before the trichlor shortage. But if you haven't, or if you have to use this trichlor next season, you can definitely get by as long as you could find the liquid chlorine and calhypo. And I'm hoping that this year, I, I prefaced the podcast at the beginning of predicting what next season is going to look like. And I think 2022, there's still going to be a shortage of some kind. I don't know how big of a shortage. I'm not sure if you're going to be driving around looking for chlorine or going to Leslie's and getting there and there's no liquid chlorine there, which has happened to me on occasions. But I think there's going to be more chlorine available, I think. However, there probably still will be a shortage next season. It's not going to be like it was two years ago where they had chlorine everywhere. You can, you know, it was a buyer's market, I guess you would say. Now it's a seller's market and it's really in short supply. I'm not sure if the manufacturers can keep up with it or get things back into supply for 2022. We're still kind of far out, so it's hard to tell. But I think you're going to know once we're in that season how it's going to look. So prepare now, I think. It'd be the most logical thing to prepare for a shortage next season, too. I wouldn't go in there with rose-colored glasses on thinking that everything's going to be hunky-dory now. We've gotten through 2021. The manufacturers know what to do. I don't think they can make up for the trichlor shortage still. And I think there's their own production problems. There's labor shortages. There's transportation shortages going on here. So all those are factors that are going to come into play next season also. It's just not only the trichlor factory that, you know, burned down. It's also the economic conditions that we're facing right now with the higher cost of fuel, the shortage of labor, making everything more expensive for the manufacturers to produce. And when I talk to my contact over at Segura, these are the people that make the um, CalHypo tablets. One of the problems they had this season was they didn't, they didn't have buckets to send the tablets out into uh, the market in. And so these are things that you're going to have to deal with, I think, in 2022. They may have plenty of CalHypo, but they may not have the plastic bags or the buckets to send them out to the supplier in. And you can kind of see where this is going. And you just have to be prepared for it. I think you, if you, the better you're prepared for it, you know, maybe buy some of your chemicals now in the off season, why you can get them. And if you're paying a higher price now and you're thinking, well, maybe in the summer the price will be lower, I don't know if that's going to be the case. And even if it is the case and you can't find it anyway, maybe buying it now at a higher price is worth it because at least you have it in your possession, if that makes any sense. Whether, you know, then waiting for the price to go down and buying it in the summer if you can find it. And I certainly don't think we should be panicking like with the toilet paper crisis from a year and a half ago where, you know, they're selling rolls of Charmin on eBay for like 30 bucks for one roll. It was totally crazy. That's not going to happen, I don't think. But I wouldn't say, you know, not to panic, but also just be prepared. And what I'm saying here is that be prepared for another shortage or for the shortage to continue in the next season. Because the indicators are not that everything is back to normal after this season. And I just am going to keep the same game plan that I was suggesting this year, which is, you know, use less trichlor for sure, add an enhancer to the pool, 
and then use liquid chlorine or CalHypo to get through the week. And you can also look at Hasa's new liquid feeder. It's coming out in the market. They're predicting to have that in production for next season. And a liquid chlorine feeder would not be a bad option for sure. It's just that they don't have those units readily available here at this recording. So I can't really talk much about them. But they have said that they're going to be ready for 2022. So hopefully they have the new liquid feeders available. I know at the beginning of this season, every single liquidator was sold out. Uh, I think in May, you couldn't find a liquidator after that. So hopefully they'll have their new liquid feeder available. It's a smaller version of the liquidator. It's supposed to be improved and much better. And that would be an option too to have a liquid chlorine feeder versus the trichlor tablets. If you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, you can definitely go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. And on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.